I'm stuck in the chicken coop. Oh man. Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey friends, this is Annette, and this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're gonna talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello friends, we are here chatting it up today. I'm here with my co-host, Jared, who always joins me, also happens to be my husband. That's right. Just happens to be. <laughs> Just happens to be my husband. You know, it's crazy. We've been doing this for over four years. Is that wild? Oh, we're old. I know. I just, meaning the podcast thing we've been doing for over four years, which is really cool, actually. Yeah, go team. But I did an episode, um, I'm not sure when this was. It was maybe a year and a half ago or so, how I'd gone to a fancy place and gotten a massage, and it was a bad experience because of my feet. If any of you have heard that episode, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I'm going to give you a little taste of what that episode was in this episode because it happened again. So two weeks ago, we went to Tennessee. Jared surprised me doing a little trip for my birthday. I turned 40. What? What? Um, so we did like a little weekday getaway. Um, to Tennessee, I guess it was in Franklin. Is it considered Franklin where yeah, it is, right? I think so. Um, outside of Nashville, it's a place called South Hall. They have an organic farm on site uh, as well as the like accommodations to stay, um, some outdoor things. They have bees. It's really cool. They do a lot of things there. And so Jared thought I would enjoy kind of seeing kind of what other people do. So we went uh, and they had a spa. And this is like a really nice place, right? It's, I, I feel like, um, how do I explain this about myself? <laughs> I feel like so for a while I designed wedding dresses. I did all these things. Maybe I was like a little more fancy in my way of being and dressing and doing all these things. But now that I'm here, I pretty much have a uniform. It's called overalls. Yeah. I, I pretty much wear overalls every day, don't I? I think so. Whether you like that or not, I do wear dresses. I mean, I it, I can mix it up. But it used to be like, it went from like fancy to like mom, like leggings and a t-shirt thing. And now it's like basically overalls. So I would say my self-care is not as high on my list especially after having a child, like I'm sure other women can relate. Your priorities kind of shift. You start kind of really paying attention to other things, not so much yourself. But, you know, now that I was turning 40, I was like, ooh, maybe I need to like spruce myself up a bit, whatever. Anyways, Jared was really nice and booked me a massage at this very nice spa. Okay. This has happened to me multiple times now, and you would think that I <laughs> had learned my lesson. I have not apparently learned my lesson. I will explain. Um, I'll just be very honest with you. Sorry that I'm about my honesty. My feet are not in um, condition for others to see them. That's <laughs> <laughs> so blunt. I love it. Um, I, I can't necessarily... I'm not um, honest if I say that I actually wash my feet daily. I don't. I shower and bathe. <laughs> I do. But I 
I probably just like skim over my feet. Like they get water on them. Like splish splash. Like they get, yeah, they get the water. But then a lot of times afterwards, if I actually glance at my feet, but when do you, when does one ever really sit and like lift their feet up and look at them? First of all, that's hard to do. I mean, for most, for me. And so I don't normally just look at my feet, right? There is a little caveat here. I do have to jump in. <laughs> Annette and I shower in the dark. Yeah, that's true too. Who wants lights off? Who? Dark. Yeah, it's usually at the end of the day. Who wants bright lights? I shower in the evening. I guess if I showered in the daytime, it wouldn't be dark. But I normally shower in the evening. I don't turn the light on. I don't need to like see where I'm bathing. We know what to do when we bathe ourselves, right? So yes, on top of that, I don't get a good glance at my feet. So my feet are not only rough. <laughs> they're they are rough. <laughs> they're oh. dirty. Like, oh, there we go. I'm just going to tell you. There's areas. Let me try to look at my feet right now. Yeah. Where there's dirt. And I'm I'm just being very honest today. Especially in fall because you've been flip-flopping it up all summer. All summer. Like, I don't wear this whole thing or what boots do you wear for farm work? I don't. I... I actually just told Jared, I own one pair of shoes <laughs> and boots, cowboy boots. These pair of shoes, I'm, I just get a new one every season. I do. Like, these are going to be trashed, and I'm going to get a new one next season. I wear the same, like, Birkenstock-looking sandal that's made out of a foam or something like that. <laughs> I, my, I'm telling you, my fashion sense has gone down. I admit it. I'm not ashamed. The cracks in my feet have dirt in them, and if you scrub, it doesn't come off. Okay. There we go. I said it. There's also, listen, if my feet touch any sort of um, fabric. W- wool, fabric, knitted, crocheted thing, it's going to get stuck to my feet. There's going to okay? be snags. It's, <laughs> it's just, okay. All right. That was cool. Um, so for the first part of my, my, so as soon as I go do the massage, I've not thought about my feet. The instant... I am face down on this massage table where I can no longer escape, okay? I cannot escape. I have this awful realization that my feet are exposed. And not only are they exposed, this lady's going to probably touch them and fear succumbs, okay? It's all of a sudden, oh, Annette, you know better. You should have at least tried to wash your feet. Like, it was no nothing, to make matters worse, the first part of this treatment massage was to exfoliate my skin. So this lady proceeds to put on a glove that's like, um, did you see it? What is it? Like like a, like a scratchy material. Like, well, yeah, she probably should have put like catcher's mitt. On oh, my. <laughs> Saved her hand. It's a glove that. As she like scraped it over my skin, it's supposed to slough off and like help with like lymphatic, you know, like dry brushing. It's like to dry brush. Mm -hmm. She got to my foot. It got caught. (laughs) (laughs) It got it. (laughs) That's amazing. And I'm face down. So was the massage like relaxing at this point? I'm supposed uh... to be relaxed and I'm face down. And so, so listen, she does the one leg foot. It snags. It gets caught. Like she has to lift her hand up off because it's stuck. <laughs> I should have got you stuck. a pedicure next time before you get a massage. It's stuck to my heel. Lady smart. You know what? She went to the other leg, skipped my heel altogether. Didn't even touch it with her glove oh, because she knew wow. this. 
That's woman has farm feet. Farm she doesn't feet. know what. Okay, so she did that. Did that. Whatever. Then she used like a scrub, like a like a salt, like a sugar scrub situation. Well, then I think she should have used motor oil. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. She was like determined. She spent, I kid you not, most of the time on my heels. Oh. On purpose. I think she was like, oh, like, this girl. girl is funky and I have to help her. She started scrubbing those heels. Well, then I had to rinse my feet. She comes back. Then she starts the lotion thing. She said, then she says audibly, oh, your feet feel so much better now <laughs> that I scrubbed them. I bet they do. And I literally was like, oh, yeah, you know, I. I live on a farm, so I'm, you know, she's like, oh, that's great. Anyways, and I deviated the conversation and talked about something else and just prayed that she didn't think about my feet again. But Because you were. I I did relax, but I thought about it a lot. I'm self-conscious. I'm not a very self-conscious person. I legit will go to the store, like, no makeup on, looking probably just like, the hair is wild. I don't even care. But like the feet thing, just because it's like, anyways. Especially when someone's touching them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was my super excitement there at South Hall. If you ever go, you'll know. It's like so nice. And here I am with my feet. But what I was going to say that I did enjoy about going there was it's nice sometimes to truly get out of your element and your routine and see how other people do things on their like farm or place that's maybe different from what you do. Don't you think? Totally. So we, um, they have greenhouses that are like super nice greenhouses because they're the super gigantic big ones that do everything for you, the air control, the thing, all that. But we did what we called, what kind of tour was it? I forget. What's it called? Seed tour. A seed and something tour. And this young guy, he was young, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. younger than us for sure. Um, Proceeded to like spend an hour just talking to us about seeds, about how he does his planting, how he plans out what he's going to plant. Uh, And I learned some things I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you, I'll share a couple, but if there anything that you felt like you uh, learned about that you uh, two things. Of? One <laughs> was he said he would reverse back from when the restaurant needed certain ingredients. If they were like, hey, come January, we're going to need X, Y, and Z. He's like, okay, if you want them X, Y, and Z at that time, I need to back that off. I need to be planting seeds this time so I can put them in the field at this time so I can harvest them at this time so you can have them at that time. I thought that was interesting. The other thing was telling me about how peanuts grow. Oh, yeah. And that was fascinating how peanuts grow a certain amount of time above the ground and then a certain amount of time below the ground. So pretty fascinating. Yeah, I learned a lot. So the peanut thing, I'll tell you a little more. Uh, There's a lot of things lately, if you've never heard of this before, newsflash, look it up, talking about how peanuts are actually not good for you to eat. Um, There's a lot of issues with, correct me if I'm wrong, like mold, right? Mold. And fungus, uh, but mold. The the issue being, I've heard, is after the peanuts are harvested and they're sent to a place, that's what I've heard, and they sit. sit, For so long, they mold. And then when they're processed, 
those spores and things are in the peanut butter. Are in the peanut butter and such, and that could be why there's so much issue with, um, peanut with the peanut world. allergy and things like that. So, according to some, you truly should not eat peanuts or peanut butter unless you're growing your own peanuts and doing it yourself, which is a little bit shocking. Even organic, right? Even there's yeah, an issue even with organic. Um, so that's a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. Not if you're Jared. Jared just never liked peanuts. I love peanut butter. I'm all about peanut butter. Let's you like almond butter. Pea bean butter. What? Meaning it's a bean. Yeah, so it's a it's a bean. That's it is why a bean. It's a legume. It's not the healthiest of the nut butters because it's actually not a nut. It's a bean. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, what this guy talked about, which I thought was fascinating, is that there's a plant that's also a bean called the Bambara plant, which I believe he said comes from Africa. Right? That's right. And it has been shown that when you grow that Bambara plant and you harvest those beans, which is harvested in the same way as a peanut, um, its flavor is so similar to peanuts that if you like roast it and grind it up and make it into a butter, you can't tell the difference between peanut butter and a Bambara butter. That's right. And I thought that was really cool. So they say a lot of places are actually starting to introduce that bean now into the United States and starting to farm it and grow it in hopes that it's like offsets some of the peanut butter issues, but providing a similar product. So I thought that was very interesting. So interesting. And I could yeah. not find seeds online for it. Did I tell you this? Oh, no, I didn't know I that. was looking, because in the South here, like, we could grow it. Yeah. And I thought that would be fun to try to try that, you know? Actually, maybe we should try to do peanuts. I've never thought of that, yeah, but it's like we could grow peanuts yeah, and then do that, too. But it was very cool. And, so, and, and then the other thing <clears throat> that I really enjoyed that he did was he starts – most everything in seed trays. So even yeah. the things that we normally direct sow. So if you don't know the difference between direct sowing and starting in tr- seeds um, in trays, when you direct sow is when you plant it directly into the ground and it is a, a seed that is able to take hold and sprout and do well on its own without having to be started maybe like indoors. A lot of times you start things indoors when there's a danger of frost, for example, and you want it to grow and be a good size before you transplant it outside versus the ones that you direct sow maybe grow so fast that you don't have to wait for that frost window and you just direct sow it outside and and you're good to go. But for example, beets, he direct sows in little trays instead of in the ground. That's right. And he said the reason is because beets are need to be thinned out. Um, and, and so you have to like kind of do all these things. So he said that, no, he just puts them in there and lets them get a little bigger. And then by the time you transplant them outside in the field, he knows exactly how far apart to space them. And he's not trying to like thin them out. Uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, it was great. just like a cool thing. And so, what it taught me, and I'll say kind of what the whole experience taught me is sometimes we need to look at things a different way and be willing to maybe try things a different way than we have always done them. Absolutely. Because maybe we can get, um, what's it, stuck in a rut or stuck yep. in our own ways or feeling like, and let's say in the gardening world, for example, like, oh, this is how my grandpa did it. You know, we do that, right? We mm-hmm. kind of tend to um, do things the way we've done them. It's comfortable. Well, and it was interesting. 
at the end of the tour, I decided I'd sound really ignorant. I'm like, you know what? Next time I got a million or so bucks, I'm going to build me one of these greenhouses. Which sounds hilarious because really a million dollars, we're like, that would never happen. <laughs> and then the guy laughs. He goes, you mean five. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a five million dollar greenhouse. So, I'm so, like, what? In so that's the not world? what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. You can. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. That's that's phenomenal. Well, I know, but I'm saying when I'm saying try things differently and out of your normal, I'm not saying like. Oh well, I hope somebody's listening. Like, you know what? I'm not building that five million dollar business or five million dollar house. I'm building a five million dollar glass box. It was pretty. To grow lettuce in. It was amazing. They had an orangery. <laughs> is that what they called it? Yeah. Like where they had orange trees, citrus and oranges and pomelos and lime and whatever you call it. That was very cool. Um, but no, I think sometimes it's nice to see what other people are doing and glean from their experience, lessons they've learned, you know, tricks and tips and things, um, and then apply it maybe to your life. This could be in the garden. This could be in your home. This could be in just a lot of things. Um, sometimes we get stuck in the same routine and going somewhere, seeing something different is helpful. Um, so yeah, I would encourage you like try something different or if like you see, you know, someone online or you a blog where they say, Oh, this is how we grew tomatoes and it worked well for us. Maybe that's something you can try. So Absolutely. don't be afraid to, um, to try something different and you might be surprised. So I will be doing that with my beets. Here we go. Next time, because I think it made a lot of sense. It'll be easier. Um, and maybe I'm going to be looking up some different things in relation to seeds as well. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to close out. But I went in a little bit like, he's not going to teach me anything, <laughs> which is probably not a good attitude. But I'm like, I feel like I do a lot and know a lot. And I learned quite a bit. Yeah. So don't be be humble. <laughs> I'll tell, tell that to myself and be willing and open to learn new things because I think that's what stretches us and makes us better. So, Word to your mother. Word, word to your mother and wash your feet, friends, and lotion, moisturize, whatever you got to do. Do not go get a massage with farm feet. Don't it do is it. not a good idea. All right. Uh, from our happy family to yours, I hope you have the best day. If you've not checked out my new book on Amazon. It is available for pre-order. It is called Simple Country Living. And it just shares ways for you to experience this life, no matter where you live. There's gardening, there's cooking, there's lots of wonderful things. And if you want to help support us, pre-orders are so important. And so I am just so grateful to all who have done that. And if you're looking just for videos in general to help you learn, our homegrown platform has a lot to offer you there. So we'll link it all in the show notes. And we hope you have the best day. Thank you for listening.